A miracle of health care has happened in Bangladesh, or so many would say, including one scientist who's worked there and continues to visit, Professor Karine Ronsmans of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, who also helped create the new book Good Health at Low Cost, now being published in London. In the book, Bangladesh is taken as an example of how to deliver good health, and I asked Professor Ronsmans if she thought it was a good example. I think Bangladesh was an ex- excellent choice. Bangladesh has had over the last 20, 30 years an incredible success in lowering its child mortality rates within child mortality infant, the first year of life particularly. But perhaps more spectacular and unique is its reduction in in maternal mortality. The evidence is remarkable. Um, Maternal mortality, say, 20 years ago, would have been 600 per 100,000 live births. You know, we express maternal mortality per 100,000 live births. And we think today it's below 300. It's half half the estimates from 15, 20 years ago. What has happened then to make the Bangladesh miracle possible? I think we need to distinguish child and maternal health. I think we need to look at them separately. The success in child mortality has largely built on community-based interventions, on bottom-up, you know, getting civil society, people in the villages... Through a combination of approaches, it's basically the government has trained field workers within villages, initially largely for family planning purposes, but then later on to take on immunization, treatment of diarrheal diseases, basic treatments. And then a whole group of, um, what do we call them, informal providers who are not very regulated, but they basically offer care. In every village you have a little tea shop and an informal provider. Who, who provides drugs. So I think for child health, it's these bottom-up community-based approaches that have made a big difference. For maternal, so for women, basically when we talk about pregnancy and making pregnancy safe, I think a major contribution here has been a booming private sector in a way. Yeah, Bangladesh has had its public hospitals with reasonable functioning, but I think over the last 10 years the private sector really has grown quite massively. Explaining part of the success because women can access these hospitals. What though has the book, the report, Good Health at Low Cost, told us about the situation in Bangladesh that we wouldn't have known otherwise? In terms of maternal health, it is a success. Maternal mortality has been declining. The data are good, we know that. It's still a bit of a puzzle, actually. I mean, when I say it's the private sector, that certainly has played a role. But it it remains slightly puzzling to us. How can it be when 85% of women still give birth at home with a traditional birth attendant? Things like village health workers, for example, has that been a factor? What about family planning? How have all of these factors mixed together and produced a result in Bangladesh? Family planning, incredibly important and very successful. This was a very early policy uh, immediately after independence. The Bangladesh government at the time recognized family planning as a big priority. And because certainly at the time, a strict Muslim community where women were not very mobile, women didn't move around, 
um, they needed to do it through outreach. So they supplied family contraceptives in the home, in the women's home. Uh, total fertility now, I think, on average, women have less than uh, on an average woman has less than three children now, which is a huge decline from what it was six or seven. There is a suggestion that less than fully qualified doctors can be a good way forward. Has that been demonstrated by Bangladesh? Yes, definitely. Uh, no doubt. That's true. The government sector, you know, what they call, they call it the family welfare assistant, who is someone, a woman usually, who's trained to deliver services. They can give antibiotics. They're giving them immunization. I mean, the success in reducing child mortality has been through community health workers. The family planning and the child mortality success is through low cadres, if you like, people with much less training than what we would see as a fully skilled health worker. What about empowering women? Has that been possible? This is also often named as a good thing to do if you want women mm -hmm. to have better health. Has it happened in Bangladesh? Uh, yes, it's something that is very difficult to measure. The change in women's status has been dramatic. When I was there in the 80s, there were no women in the street. Women were not allowed outside their compounds. Very few women had gone to school. Very few women were in the workforce outside of you know, activities within the household. Um, over the years, textile industry has taken over women work in the textile industry, so women have gained autonomy by going outside of their houses and, and working and earning money. F finally, in addressing issues of maternal health, uh, unsafe terminations of pregnancy are in fact quite an issue, aren't they? Ha has that improved? Yes, again, um, abortion is not legal in Bangladesh, so officially it's not legal, but they, the government has found a way around it by allowing something they call menstrual regulation. And we've been able to show convincingly uh, a decline in abortion-related mortality. So it's a combination of a successful family planning program where the need of family planning is satisfied, so the demand for abortion will decrease, and then offering safe abortion services available since uh, the late 1970s. What is the magic then in a place like Bangladesh for bringing everybody along, winning the hearts and minds to get these progressive and pragmatic approaches that really do save lives? What's the magic of actually doing that and achieving it successfully? It has had amazing leaders. You know, Bangladesh has had incredible, incredibly visionary leaders. And I'm thinking of leaders of big NGOs like BRAC, you know, the, the big community-based uh, non-governmental organization. There's the Grameen Bank, the microcredits. Yeah, I mean, these, they've had visionary leaders who then also had a population that, of course, was believing in it. But I think, I think it's the vision of a few, a few amazing leaders. Professor Karine Ronsmans of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine talking about the example of Bangladesh in the new book Good Health at Low Cost. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.